0: Everybody welcome to the success blueprint. This is Raul Gonzalez and I am Oscar Ibieta. How you doing, man? And I'm good. I, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm, yeah. I'm excited about,
1: about the day, but also excited about doing this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. How about, how about you? I'm feeling good. You know, I, I finally got some R and R kind of yeah. my wife and I took a little trip this weekend. Um, we went to, we went to Vegas. We took our little one though. So it was, you know, R&R with an asterisk, maybe some rest and relaxation. You didn't party until three in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, man, stayed like making it to midnight was crazy for us because you got to think about it. We're two hours behind, right? So midnight in Vegas is 2am here and I was done. Like, I, I don't even know that I, I mean, I made it to midnight one night outside of that. Nope, I was in bed (laughs) nice and early, dude. I was there. I was there the weekend before. And do you remember
0: how? I think we said it on this podcast. Like when I'm in Vegas, I end up going to sleep, and no matter what time I go to bed, I wake up around uh, around three a.m. in Vegas. And so we went, and which we never do, we we went to a show. We went to see the Beatles Love Cirque to Cele And so we went to that, we went to, to a late dinner and then to the nine (laughs) 30 showing because we had already had these dinner plans. And, and so we, we went over there and then we, I stayed up until like one in the morning. And then, so I go to sleep and Two hours later, I wake up and I'm like, oh man, and I just kind of remembering, I'm just like laying there, eyes wide open, wide awake, and I'm like, man, I talked about this on the podcast. Why did I go to bed so late? <laughs> so, yep. so yes, man, I, and I always talk about like, it's, it's what time
1: it is in your brain, right? Right. You know, yeah. So. Hey man, well, feeling good though. I'm feeling good. I'm excited for today's podcast today too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about, about EQ. And we've talked about this quite a bit overall in our, you know, as long as I've known you, we've talked about, about EQ and really to, to, to give just a, a little bit about what EQ actually is, is, is really, are you pulling up the definition?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I got it right here. So, um, EQ stands for emotional quotient, the level of a person's emotional intelligence, Often as represented by a score in a standardized test. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so really it's how we react in situations. And in when I think about this, like kind of just starting off at, at home, right? Just even when you're a kid, it's, it's, it's how you react to certain situations, right? So your mom tells you, you can't do something. And you remember the days when people would throw tantrums, right? Those, those, when you're, when you're seven or eight years old, I was not allowed to throw tantrums,
1: by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this was before gentle parenting. You folks. Know, yeah. Same here. <laughs> like, tantrums didn't, if I did, they didn't last long. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> right. Right. It was a, it was a, it was a different time actually for some, <laughs> but, but you know, that, that feeling, right. That tantrum that people tend to have in. So when, when it comes to that kind of thinking about EQ, when you see adults having an adult tantrum and what an adult tantrum can actually look like. Right. Right. There's been situations that I've been in. Where and, and you've seen me probably like the more you know me, the more the, the lower EQ I feel safe <laughs> <laughs> to be around you with. Right. Like I like at this point, I've known you long enough, Oscar, where if I am having a low EQ moment where I trust you enough to, to you know, that that in general, that I'm, that I'm very high functioning, high EQ guy to where I'm I'm not so worried that your opinion of me is going to change. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my wife. Right. Like, so in, in the, again, the, the higher the trust level go, the more, the more I can let that emotion come out. Like, man, I'm so frustrated with this situation and in, and, and so forth. But there's people that I've seen that will throw tantrums. And it's a different kind of tantrum, right? Like, you know, oh, well, I'll show them, you know, I'm, you know, they're, they're not working with me. This is what I'm going to do. And we have to get past that, especially when you're, when you're talking about who you're going to work with, right. Or your impressions of somebody, if that person is not high EQ, if that person does not get a hold of their emotions, then I may not even want to work with them. Right. Kind of thinking about situations and in we've talked about this. We were talking about last week where we're saying, okay, well, how do I decide who I'm gonna work with? If let's say that I'm working with a real estate agent, I always come back to that. Just kind of that's how I, you know, who I'm shopping to work with. If I'm working with a real estate agent and I just see that they just start throwing tantrums where they're starting to get so upset over things that I think, oh, you know what? Yeah, that is frustrating, but you probably could keep it together a little bit better than that. It would stop me from working with someone. How about you?
1: Same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the way the way that a person carries themselves, uh, it says a lot, and um, it's it's a reflection of you know when when times are good, it's easy to to carry yourself in a in a in a professional way, if you will. Um, I'm, I'm constantly talking about sports, right? And so we're talking about. You know, in a, in a basketball game or, or in a baseball game or whatever, pick your sport. <clears throat> it, when things are going good, when you're winning, things are fine. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's being a great teammate. But what do things look like when you face a little bit of adversity, right? When when you're when you're losing, when you were expecting to win the game and, and you're losing by a bunch and, and it's not looking good, you're making errors, you're missing shots, whatever it may be. And if you're not handling yourself in a in a great way in those moments, it makes me say, I don't know if I want to be this person's teammate. I don't know if I want to continue to to be on the same team as this individual because of the way that they carry themselves in these situations. Right?
0: Yeah, man, it's like a, like you're just such a hothead. Like it's hard to want to. It's hard to want to be around that. It's hard to to want myself to to actually have to to interact with somebody who is not going to know, keep control. Right. Right. And kind of, you, you mentioned sports kind of thinking back to you, you remember back in the day, there would be in in NBA games, the the guys that always got a technical foul. I think about Draymond Green, right. And from the Warriors, he's all, you you never know if (laughs) at the worst possible time. So when I was, when I was in, when I was in my teens, Dennis Rodman was on the Spurs and it would be at the most inopportune time, you know, we're, 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 we're up by one and you'll get a technical foul and now we're tied, right? That's not a person that I want to have around. Like, and think about that. And he's throwing a tantrum and you think about that in the business setting. Is that a, is that a person that I would like to have around? And frankly, the answer is no. So what I wanted to do is to talk about the first of all the book Emotional Intelligence 2.0, which is a book that I read. It, it's been it's been quite a while, but it's a good book. It's by Travis Bradbury and Gene Greaves. It's a book that I recommend that anyone who's kind of struggling with that, if you notice that sometimes your emotions are are kind of getting out of control, that's something a book that I highly recommend that you read. There's kind of I, you know, kind of listen to, to Patrick Bet-David, maybe we'll put together a, a, a list of books from our perspective that you should absolutely read that everybody who is in business or wants to be in business should read in one of those is I've, I talk about it all the time, how to win friends and influence people. But I think this is another one of those that I feel is a very important part of business development. And that is emotional intelligence 2.0. So highly recommend it. But one of the first things that he talks about is self-awareness. And so he'll he'll outline in that book is how to kind of give yourself uh, ways to figure out how self-aware that you really are. So first of all, in that book, they also have a a test to see how high that you're rating and in EQ. And so there's a bunch of questions that you go through and, and and then you can get a number and then you can take that test again after you've read the book and say, OK, how, how how much of a difference did that book make in my in my EQ? But self-awareness is one of the most important ones. And I think that you need to stop for just a minute and get to know what people probably or how they perceive you. And I'll go back to myself back in 2008, 2009, I'm 28, 29 years old. And to be honest, still hadn't kind of figured that out. And I had conversations with people where just kind of a, a jerk and where I'd be in political conversations and kind of like a gotcha, like kind of like you see on the YouTube videos, right? Where those, where where the guys are, are being interviewed and, and it's kind of just a a game of gotcha, but to a point where I'm putting people knowingly kind of putting people into a frustrated mood with my, okay, I, I outwitted you, you know, those types of things. But really the very most important Part of this this whole emotional intelligence is figuring out
1: how people perceive you. Yeah, you have a you're not on Facebook, right? No. (laughs) So Facebook, right? It does (laughs) does a very good job of reminding you of of these things. And and I look back, you know, there's that memories section that you can look at on on your Facebook. And I look at some of my posts from from ten years ago, from (laughs) twelve years ago, and I'm like what is going through my head right. when I'm posting these things? Like you sound like a, you sound like a jerk, right? You're coming off as, as such a jerk. And I look back now and I'm like, gosh, I wonder what people were thinking of me yeah. back then, because I'm reading this and I'm thinking this guy is a jerk and he's not somebody that I want to be hanging out with, spending time with. Right. Yeah. And, and you learn from that and you, you grow from that. And I think with time you, you're able to, to grow from these things. But I think, when you look back at them, you have to... Sometimes people can get blinded by it, right? And they don't even realize that they're acting a particular way or they're coming off a certain way. And so that's where this self-awareness ties into... It's one factor, one part of this EQ, taking the time to break it down and take a step back and look at yourself from the outside in and how how are people perceiving you, right? What do people see you like?
0: Yeah, look at it where you've gotten, look at yourself from someone else's position when you've gotten some bad news in a business setting. I've had, I've had that happen a couple of times in, it's one of the things that I've tried to protect the most of my reputation is, is my EQ. Like Raul's going to, Raul's going to react in a, in a good way, but there's been a couple of times where I've been like, and I've, and I've told you, I was like, bro, like, <laughs> like I dropped the ball on that one. What am I doing? Like I, some, and, and so sometimes you have to be, you know, mentally fit in order to be prepared for those low EQ moments. All right. So very first thing is make sure that you're, that your health is in order. I think exercising, those types of things, right? That that you're getting enough sleep because I, I'll tell you what, so I have, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody about my, my, my personal, uh, diagnosis, but I have sleep apnea. I see you yawning right now while we're talking to <laughs> <Am> I- <laughs> so I think Oscar might have it too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you have a baby. <laughs>
1: but- <laughs> the thing is I slept last
0: night. <laughs> nice. So, so I have sleep apnea. And so one thing, one of the things that I was noticing in, in all of that kind of talking about self-awareness is I was noticing that I was struggling to have high EQ, at work because i was struggling to get sleep at night and and so there's different things like that right like so well how you know are you exercising they say that that's really good for anxiety and those types of things all of which when you when you when you put those things together really ultimately will help your EQ, right? Because I always, I always talk to my wife about. It. I'm like, "Well, is I am I operating at my highest EQ level right now?" And and sometimes the answer is no. But a lot of times we can pin it to, "Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I hadn't been getting a whole bunch of sleep, or or I've been really frustrated, or or coaching the the eight year olds in soccer and having the kids constantly disrespect me. That's not yeah. that's not my that yeah. it doesn't put me in my
1: best mental place." Well, I was talking to I was talking to someone. Hey, maybe it was you. We we're talking about kids. Yeah. Right. And kids how Sometimes they're just, you know, we, we, he can't, we can't get him to pay attention in the classroom and he's, you know, acting out and, and all of these things like, well, what time are you putting your kids to bed? What, what are you feeding your kids? You know, yeah. new nutrition is a, is a huge part of, of how, how you're going to, how your days, how your day is going to go for you. Right. And and from childhood, even into adulthood. Right. right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny that you said that because kind of
0: just going back to uh, on the self-awareness part, right. where, Where we're saying you've got to, are you, are you sleeping enough? Those things, but nutrition. So we have a friend that mentioned that she got like a, on Instagram some message about is your child acting out? Is your child losing their yeah. temper, throwing temper tantrums and they gave her or there was a vitamin. So she bought it and she found that it actually really worked very well. And so kind of going back, you said like, so that doesn't stop just as a kid, like depending on what we're eating, we're supposed to, we're supposed to have all of these vitamins, like very high amount in our, in our food. But realistically, like if you're going to McDonald's every day and it, are you getting the nutrition that you need? Or even if you're not like personally, like again, if I'm eating mostly paleo, am I, am I getting all the nutrients that I need? And sometimes the the answer is no. And so also making sure that we're getting the right vitamins. That's a, that's a really good point.
1: I do take a daily multivitamin (laughs) now. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm getting older, you know, I'm not young in my (laughs) twenties anymore. I'm in my thirties. So yeah, but it's it's important. It's important an important piece uh, to all of this. But I think, you know, when we're talking about self awareness, it's important to to recognize your strengths. I think it's I think it's easy, right, for somebody to sit and say these are my strengths. These are things that I'm good at. Right. Um, but then evaluating what your weaknesses are and and finding out what those weaknesses are, and ha- being being open to to trying to improve on those weaknesses. Right. I think that's a big part of, of all of this. If we're not willing to learn or grow from whatever weaknesses we may have, then we're, we're, you're stunting yourself, right? right. You're stunning your growth in all of this.
0: Yeah. So what, one of the parts with this whole EQ thing is again, just kind of managing that that self-awareness and just really looking within ourselves and 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 having a realistic conversation with yourself because a lot of times people have this perception of themselves that's 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 really oh man no I'm awesome. <laughs> like you know and in especially like I think there's a generation of people who were brought up to man you're always awesome. You're always but but realistically we have to to say hey maybe there's areas that I need to get better in. And I think that's where the self-awareness really comes in. And so part of that next step in that book would be the self-management, it's like watching, are are we are we eating the right things or are we doing the right things? But I think taking a step and saying, I care about how I'm perceived in the market. I'm gonna just tell a quick story real quick. And in so I remember I was I was talking with someone one day, and this was recent recent being in the last five years and I was told, Hey man, you know, I, I, I heard that you get kind of, I don't know, kind of like complaining about a lot of things. This was by, by someone out. And, and I remember thinking to myself, gosh, that's not true at all. And what it was, is I had someone who was helping me with something, but, but when you're when you're thinking about how you're perceived, or when when people say that, I remember feeling very upset to hear that. And you were with me that day. No, I was. And 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 I I remember thinking and talking to you afterwards. I'm like, man, you know me. Like you know that I like. So that so it became even more frustrated because it was not a uh, an accurate. It was not an accurate way to describe me. And I remember being super frustrated and and kind of talking with people and say, Hey, look, I want my name out of this thing. It's not something that I'm interested in being a part of. I don't want the perception of me to be that I'm complaining all the time. And so that being said, I had to stop and think and kind of going back to the self-awareness. I had to stop and think, man, am I that person that does complain a lot? And I guess maybe behind closed doors, I complained a lot. Otherwise, it wouldn't have come out. <laughs> and so I had to check myself a little bit more as well and say, hey, look, maybe I need, just need to stop talking about this. So anytime the the subject would come up with the people who were, were kind of helping me navigate through it, I'd say, you know what? Everything's fine now. You know, I didn't want to I, I don't want to I don't want to be perceived that way. I don't want anyone to say, "Oh man, you know I don't want to really deal with Raul. he's he's gonna always end up complaining about everything.' You're like Cause yep. that's not really that's that's not who I am. And I think that we've just got to be careful about that and just it's it's, it's so important and just kind of think about any anything in whatever business that you're in, those situations come up where people are going to have perceptions about you and we have full control over how we fix that. Right. We always say, well, I can't control what other people think. Yeah, but we can control what we put out there.
1: Yeah. And that's the difference. So let's talk about, you know, when when you got that news, right. When, when you heard that this was this perception that, that, that people have of you, what were your initial thoughts, right? Your, your initial thoughts, you're, you're probably upset, right? You're angry about it, but then you take a step back and you have to really just kind of clear your head and and think logically through this and say, okay, how am I going to handle this situation?
0: Yeah. First of all, when when I first talked to the guy, I was like, man, you know me. (laughs) Like, why would, like, wouldn't you say like, no, that's not the way Raul is. And, and I, and I asked him that and he was, he was like, well, yeah, I don't, I don't see you that way. I said, okay. Well, that's good. So that, that's my first step is just kind of for, for me and where I am in, in, in EQ, I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to fix that perception though. So I, I knew that, 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 that the majority of people don't think that of me. And but I'm, I'm, I would say I'm probably a little bit further along business-wise in EQ than than a lot of people are. So that's that's why I was like, well, but I still wanted to fix that perception of me. I still, you know, I, I, it's very important. My reputation as being a person that is that is, you know, fully put together is is important to me. So I decided to take a step back from something I was really pushing for and say, hey, you know what? That's not the right approach. And maybe that's something that we can do also, right? This is a, look, this isn't, if, if something's not the right approach, if it's, if it's giving me, you know, it's one thing like, of course, we need to stand up for what we, what we need in business. And we need to, you know, to have a strong backbone. But if it's coming off in a way that is like, oh man, you're kind of just whiny now, you know, then, then, then that's, that's clearly it's not the right approach or maybe it's not even the right kind of people that we should be trying to do this with. Maybe we should be trying to do this with someone else in, in, instead of like, instead of, you know, crying and, and, and getting frustrated over it. Let's look elsewhere and figure out there's a way that we can still do the strategy with a, with another partner, you know, and, and ultimately that's, that's where we want to get. And just is like, you know, control yourself. And, And then it could also be just kind of like in relationships with people. Well, man, from their perspective, that is someone I wanted to work with. Right. Like, Oh man, I should have like, like a kind of like, we should probably fix the problem because clearly this person is, is, is looking elsewhere now. And, and then high EQ on that would be, okay, they come back after realizing that they've messed up. High IQ would be, or high EQ would be, forgiving them <laughs> and, and saying, okay, let's, let's, let's now let's do it together. Right. Like, I'm, let's like, move forward. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And getting, and, and getting past those things. Cause I think that that happens a lot. Right. That's what EQ is, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's being able to take a step back, evaluate the situation and then act, you know, being able to make the best decision that you can make with a clear mind. Yeah. And, and so it can, it can be, it can be on both sides, right? You can make, if, if you're frustrated and you act on those frustrations, you might regret, you know, whatever decisions you make or whatever words you choose. It, but even on the other side of that, right? If you, if your emotions are high and you're excited and you're happy, you might make a decision uh, that that you might regret. So you want to find the middle ground and you want those two uh, to meet. And so, you just taking a step back.
0: Right. Yeah, so so we don't get too angry when things like this come out or even if we are, we just kind of hold that to ourselves, talk to someone that we trust, being being maybe someone outside the business, right? Because let's just say that so I'm talking to this gentleman and I talk to someone else in the business. I and I, I don't always trust that every I mean I trust people's intentions. I don't always trust that they're going to to keep the conversation private. So again, with the best intentions, maybe they go and mention it to someone else. Hey man, role's not that whiny. What are you talking about? And they are like, what now? So now I'm really low EQ, right? Cause I'm now, I'm also gossiping about the situation. Yeah. Right. So, so instead of getting super angry and then going and talking to someone who, who's a, who knows the people, maybe I go and talk to my wife and just kind of, if I, if I need to vent, maybe I vent to her. Maybe I, maybe I've been to someone who's completely has nothing to do with the situation, has nothing to do with it and just kind of explain the situation. And then after I've aired that out, now I can go back in with a clear mind and strategize. How am I going to, how am I going to, Fix this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have this be the perception of who I am, and as you know, that's a very important thing to me. Just perception. I want I, I want everyone to to look at me as a, as a person who treats people well, who always does things with integrity, and you know who loves people. And that that's that's the perception that I want of myself. and, and, and really just kind of fighting for that. So in that next step would be don't hold grudges. Right. I think that's a that's a big part. We've got to we've got to forgive people that maybe make mistake in business. Right. So even people who who work for you or if your boss, let's just say your boss one day had a low EQ moment and kind of comes down on you really hard on a situation. You've got to forgive them because you got to continue to work together. Right. I mean, well, you could go get a new job, but especially if they apologize. But the way I look at it is like, even if they don't apologize, I'm just, I'm just moving forward. I, you know, I, I'm at a point now in life where I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to work hard. I'm just going to put my head down and and get things done regardless of whether or not the apology comes. Right. You know, we're still going to work together. We're, we're, we're still going to everything. We just have to be bigger than the situation.
1: And holding a grudge what does that do? Right. It starts to build tension right. and it can, things can really build up and then eventually it's going to, it's going to explode. And so if you're, if you're holding it in, you're holding grudges and you're thinking about it day after day, and it's just your sensitivity, it, it, your your sensitivity levels increase to anything that your boss may be telling you just because you're still holding a grudge based on what was said last week or two weeks ago. So that's why you just got to be able to just move forward. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. There's a cool quote um, from a Marianne Williamson. It says, unforgiveness is like drinking poison yourself and waiting for the other person to die. If you think about it, like you could be mad at, you could be mad at your boss who, who yelled at you and, or who did, you know, talk to you in a way that you did not appreciate. And so you're just bitter and you're angry and you're just kind of using that energy, that negative energy on, on that other person. And realistically, man, you, you shouldn't, you just, just let it go. And, and that, that personally I, I've, I've done a lot of forgiving in, in business and personal also <laughs> right? like just a lot of forgiving. Like I've had, I've had people, I've had people in, in this business, in my business who have spoken to me in really kind of like, kind of probably that got a little out of line and literally within, you know, they're like, Oh man, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. We're good. All's forgiven where I, you know, every, all is well. And, and I think that we have to be able to do that with people and just be quick to forgive. Yeah. yeah I think that that, that's going to be one of the things that, that really helps you get to that next level. I think social ne- awareness was, is the next one in in that book. And then the last one is, is relationship management. So social awareness is, is really just kind of people giving clues to you on, how well that you are doing with this situation, right? And people, people, they're going to give you clues whether or not they come out and say it like, man, like, I feel like with you and you and me, we, like, we have this trust where, where it, you could have, you would tell me like, Hey man, you seem like you kind of, you kind of really went off on them. Like, that's <laughs> not, that's not you that I'm, that I'm used to. Whereas maybe someone who you don't have that, kind of relational equity with, where you're that close with, where they might give you some kind of unspoken clue, like maybe just like, you know, like make it, they make the yeah. guys eyes at you, like, and kind of sigh a little bit at you. Like it, it was pretty clear that, that you've done, that you've done something that maybe you probably shouldn't. And you can just read the room. Read,
1: I was just going to yeah. say that, read the room.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. There's So we had a, we had an old office in, in our business and they were, there was some construction people who were doing a remodel on the rest of the offices. And we had one small suite in this place and all the rest of it. But it it got to a point where there was constantly things happening and them not telling us, and we're trying to operate business. So there would be, there would be like cranes, you know, just taking up the whole parking lot, no place to park and things like that. And This is the first time that I noticed this. I was having a conversation with the guy and, and to be honest, like, I was not operating my highest EQ because it was a constant every single day where I was getting people to, they were doing different things. Like, just like if you would walk outside the office, just such a mess. They weren't like picking up after themselves. It was just really a bad situation. And so I I went up to the foreman one day, he was, or or the general contractor, the guy that was running the whole thing. I was like, man, you guys got to communicate. This is ridiculous and I'm getting tired of it. So that was low EQ for me. <laughs> low EQ for him <laughs> was threatening to want to fight. And <laughs> in, uh, in, in kind of thinking about this, I after that, I kind of noticed him talking to my dad, he was, I, I brought it up to him. My dad is an electrician, so he's a he works in construction. He's like, oh yeah, man, it happens all the time. He's like, D- basically out in that world guys yell at each other and they get in each other's face and They start talking about, you know, physical confrontations like, man, I'm 42 years old. Like at this point, I'm done with any physical confrontations (laughs) other than protecting my family. Right. Like I'm I'm well past any kind of, you know, ridiculousness that would be a physical confrontation. And so when when that when that guy did that to me, I just remember being in in shock, but also finding out that there's a whole world out there where people still do that. But I don't want to be that. I don't want to be in that situation and and it, and it helped me to realize more than that and kind of going back to how to win friends and influence people and the way that you talk to people you can I can I figured out how to without having that low EQ moment when I'm operating at my best to tell them hey man like I, I understand what you what you have going on here's what I have going on and just wouldn't really appreciate just uh, communication the day before, like, Hey, this is going to happen that. And we were able to, to work it out, but.
1: So there was no fighting. There was, there was I no did fight. not. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry
0: to disappoint. I watch a lot of boxing, maybe a little bit of MMA. <laughs> so, but, but I, but I did not have to do that myself. <laughs> but, but that's, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of this. Right. So like, that would be like the lowest level EQ, right. Where you're, where you're fighting and, and doing those
1: things. And we know people like that, right. Oh, they're so-and-so. Yep. He's always getting in fights. He's a, a hothead. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's that's EQ. That's And that that would be an example of of low EQ.
0: Yeah. Just going back to your 20s, right? Think about that and then just bring it to the business or bring it to business. So back when you were in your 20s, that guy who who you, you never wanted to invite him because you always knew if you guys were out just having a good time with friends that he was going to get into something with other people or, or, you know, kind of get into a, an argument with others and thinking, I don't really want that person around. All right. So fast forward to now when you're in business and you've got the guy who's constantly getting angry and constantly losing his temper with, with, with whether it be employees or losing his temper with, with whoever's around with leadership. Exactly. Or, or with partners. Right. And I've had that happen where, where people have told me like, yeah, like that person who goes in and, and starts getting angry at one of your Partners. So they work on your team and then they're they're yelling at, at, at one of your partners. That's not a person that I really want to have on my team, first of all. And second of all, like that, that I really want to have around. Right. And kind of so 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 think about that. And so the next time you're in that situation where you might be operating low EQ, let's just try to flip how we're gonna respond. And say, you know what, actually, here's here's one thing. I, I, w- I would like to make a confession. And <laughs> one of my confessions is, is that I'm this person. You've known me 10 years, going on 10 years. Yep. For the most part, you know that that this Raul that's on this podcast is the Raul that you're that you're with all the time. However, when I am a, in a car by myself on the road, i I am not that same person. That's the only time that I'm not, but I'm talking about when I'm by myself now, again, 40, 42 years old. Now I am not a person that will get into a shouting match with someone in the next car. I actually wouldn't, that's, I mean, especially here in Texas, like everyone's got to go I'm <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. However, internally, I'm very angry the whole time I'm driving. I'm like <laughs> at my lowest EQ. But, but this morning I remember I was thinking about it and, um, and even praying about it. I was like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to even be that person in the car, but, but kind of taking it to that last level of what things I need to personally fix within my EQ is like when I'm on the car and someone cuts me off or someone decides like right now the person was going 25 miles an hour in the 35. (laughs) And I'm just like, it's so frustrating. But even, even in those things, we have to, if we can just learn to control that emotion, I feel like if, if you're letting that emotion take over you, that's beating you. And we're losing to that emotion. But if you can learn how to take that emotion, and we'll talk about this in the future, how to take that emotion, take the frustrations, and learn and use that to build up something really great, then that's not only taking EQ to the next level, but that's taking your business to the next level. Because if you can learn to control yourself and then to come back and be like, all right, well, I'll show them. You know, like, now I'm gonna be number one. Now I'm gonna be number one everywhere. I I had, there was one time where Someone told me that, or they they mentioned around others that we had a big company, but we don't really produce for them. And I remember thinking, "Wow, like I'm really surprised to hear to hear you say that." Well, I'm going to be number one, and pretty much spent the next the next year, and and sure enough, the next year we were number one with them. Just it wasn't like. And, and, and I have a really good relationship with the guy now. Like, you know, it, it wasn't, I'm not gonna be angry. I'll show you, I won't write any business right. for your company. I'll show you now, be number one for your business. And you'll have to give me the respect that, that I deserve. Mm-hmm. And, and it, that's that's how you do it. You turn that energy into something from something negative into something positive, And
1: then you build this relationship with somebody who's pretty high ranking in a company now. So it's moments like that. When, when you take those, those types of moments and you decide what you're going to do, are you going to be upset and say, I'm no longer going to work with this individual? I'm I'm going to, you know, you said, you said that we're not, that we don't produce for you guys. So, you know, screw you. Or are you going to say, you know what, we don't produce, watch me. And then you come and produce. And there are so many different situations and moments throughout your life, throughout your journey where you can choose to do, to go one of those two routes. Right. And so you think about people who, who you look at people who are successful and, and you think, well, they don't have the same problems that I have. I I bet they do. I I bet they have, you know, just as many, we're talking about business, right? You know, they don't, they don't have to deal with the problems or the same things that I have to deal with them. They probably do. They've just chosen to, uh, operate in a manner to whenever they've been faced with a situation where they can go one way or another, They've kind of taken a step back and operated with, with higher EQ and decided, you know what, instead of going this direction, I'm going to go in this direction because ultimately this is going to help me grow my business or grow within the company or wherever it is that you may be. But if you hold grudges and if you're just upset about what something, what somebody said or a certain situation, then yeah, you're. You know, it's going to stunt you and you're probably not going to see the growth that you're hoping for. Everybody wants to grow. Everybody right. wants more, but it's your daily actions. You know, when you put them together day over day, when you're faced with situations on a daily basis, what are you going to do? And think about operating with high EQ, right? Kind of let's apply that to our daily, you know, our work life, our personal life, whatever it may be, let's apply it and let's try and operate with high EQ. I have, I feel like I've always had yeah, pretty decent EQ. I, I think it was just, it's p- particularly like in the, in the social awareness yeah. area. I've always, I've always been good about reading the room and kind of adapting uh, to, to the room. But if over the last, you know, really five years, I feel like I've had an emphasis in trying to work on that and, and develop a higher EQ, right? So when I go and take that test again, I I've never done it. I didn't, I'm probably going to pick up that book that you, that you recommended, but when I go and take that test again, I want to have a higher score right. every time in, in EQ. And I want to work on that on a daily basis, but it's something that I'm constantly thinking about. And it's not just something that's on the back burner. It's like, okay, I'm going to listen to this podcast. They talked about EQ. Great. And then move on. Like, yeah. let's actually apply these things.
0: It's funny. Cause, cause I'll share with you that as you know, I started from a lower level of, of EQ than you, and I want to I, I want to put the emphasis on that. So obviously, like everybody starts from a different place. You are starting from like Oscar's always just kind of seen. He's always rolled with the punches. He's not he's not the kind of guy that that's very difficult. I wouldn't call you a difficult person. I think you're easy to work with, easy to be around, right? Now I, on the other hand, have started from a much rougher place, and there, there, there's there's the saying, uh, "rough around the edges," right? And I would say that that at the beginning of my journey, I was rough around the edges. I don't think you ever were, but the reason that I want to share that with people is is so you're seeing two people in two perspectives. One person who was, with his own words, very rough around the edges and the way that I treated people, and and frankly, the way that I reacted to situations. You do not want to know 27-year-old Raul or (laughs) 23-year-old Raul. And you also are seeing Oscar, who... Has always kind of had higher EQs. Always just rolled with the punches and 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 responded in a in a very mature and way. Even when you were super young, just I remember there'd be times like I would tell you stuff and just kind of smile and be like, "Yeah, you know, I get it." No, you know, even if I was if I was sharing you know negative feedback with you, you you took that and 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 used it to grow. But you're seeing two people from from two you know very different perspectives, both working to increase their EQ. And my goal would be to get to the highest level. Am I going to get there? Probably not because I have bad days, but my goal would be to, you know, score off the charts on EQ. And a, a, am I there right now? Absolutely not. Do I think I, I, I can get there. I can get off the charts. I don't think I can be perfect. Right. right. So.
1: As long as you're continuing to work on it. I think that's the important takeaway yeah. will you ever reach a level of perfection I don't think so because even even you know if you get if you set these goals uh, and you reach that goal like do you stop there no right. you set you set the next one right so if you're trying to reach this particular score or reach this level of business you're once you get there you're going to continue to move forward and you're going to set a new goal every single time yeah you
0: should you should do, and, and we'll have we'll have an, another conversation on that about setting new goals once you achieve you know where you're at we don't want to get caught up where we're at. Including with EQ. So, thanks everybody. We will see you next week.